Welcome back. It is episode 66, I think, of Franco's World. Interesting episode. So let me tell you what happened here. I dropped the ball on asking people to be on the show. I asked too late. I got a lot of people that are busy. Okay. And this guy, this guy hits me up and he's like, hey, I need somebody for my show tonight. And I said, hey, I need somebody for my show tonight. So it's a, a it's a quid pro crow. You do this for me, I do this for you. But he's a good guy. He's the two. He's a two timer. This is the second time he's been on. Joy Rinaldi. I'm happy to bring him on. Joy, just just you say you got a lot. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm a two timing son of a bitch. I'm back on this show. I couldn't get enough of you last time we talked. Uh, I need you on my show tonight, so I'll, I'll do this in, in, in return. We'll have a great time. The uh, difference is, though, you're going to, like, murder on this, and people are going to say, man, Joey's so good, and then I'm going to get on your show and just be like, so, uh, what's up? You know, like, I'm, I'm not going to want to talk about. The, no, you'll be fine. It, everyone, so uh, so the show you're going to be on tonight is my uh, Thursday Twitch show, which is called Story Night at the Hub, because it's on Comedy Hub Twitch's channel. And uh, everyone gets so nervous when they do my show because, like, they're telling a story. I, and to a stand-up comedian's, they always like have like a prepared set that they do. So whenever they don't do that set, they freak out. They're like, "Wait, I've never told this story before. Am I gonna be fine?" I'm like, "You're gonna be fine." I, I think I think you're overthinking it like everybody else is. Well, it's good to know I'm, I'm at least not the first guy through the wall. Other people have felt this feeling before. Oh my god! Uh, like uh, I, I I'm gonna bring her up because I know she's been on your show before. But uh, Claire uh, Alexander literally was like, my story sucks. I-, I shouldn't do your show. It's going to be bad. I don't even have it planned out. Like she was freaking out about it. And then she literally probably has had the single best set out of anybody that's ever done my show. <laughs> that's and awesome, so, man. Yeah, because she had this hilarious story she told about how she had sex with this guy. And then after they had sex, like, she found, like, a trail of poop all over her apartment and, like, everywhere. And she was like, did this guy poop all over my house? And then she found out the next day it was her who pooped. But she was so blackout drunk, she forgot about the poop. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I couldn't follow that. I couldn't follow that. I, I, I did a really bad paraphrase of it, but it's the funniest story I've ever heard in my whole entire life. It's so fucking funny. Claire's just the best. I, I just love her work ethic. I love her attitude. She's got it, man. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, be, but I don't. So, I normally always have a story prepared for my show, and we're, we're recording this five o'clock. My show's at eight o'clock. This is the first time. It's less than three hours before my show, and I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. Uh, because the the so it's a new theme each week for the stories, and the theme this week is work related stories or like horrible stories from work. And the thing is, so my parents always told me like you can do whatever you want, don't get put in a box, whatever you want to do, go and live your dream. So because of that, I love TV and I love writing. So all of my jobs have not taught me shit because I've worked for newspapers. I worked for TV shows. I've worked for cable channels. I worked for movie production companies. That's all my job. So I don't have practical skills. I don't have fucking like real life experience. Like the shit I know about is so weirdly obscure. Like I worked for the New York Post for a little bit and it was my job to be the whipping boy. So my job was to just find quotes all day long. Like, let's say, um, like the day um, uh, they legalized gay marriage, they were like, Joey, go to Times Square and ask everybody about 
um, what they feel about gay people. So there I am in Times Square just being like, <laughs> hey, I work for the New York Post. How do you feel about gay people? And I was just getting the weirdest answers. And like, I don't know what the New York Post wants to publish exactly. So I'm calling them. I'm like, we have this one guy who says it's, it's evil. And he goes, no, we don't want that quote. I'm like, well, a lot of them are like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick and choose. It's the news. Come on. I'm surprised they didn't have you just go out to, like, random spots in New York and just ask people if they were gay. And if they were just, like, trying to get statistics, it's like, are you gay? And then that's the assignment they gave you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, the quotes that they wanted were so weird. Like, uh, I did this story for them. Uh, and after around you, I was 20 years old when I had this job. And so one of the stories they're working on was, like, they're trying to find out. Uh, if uh, fast food joints were lying about the sodium facts in their, um, like, if they were lying about sodium facts, like, in their menus and whatnot. But the thing is, like, the people who make those facts don't work at McDonald's and KFC. Like, those guys work for corporations, like, in suits and ties. But so they're sending me to, like, McDonald's asking the fucking, like, 17-year-old cashier register lady being like, hey, lady. What's the sodium facts of McDonald's? And why are you withholding them from the public? And she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I have, a, I have three children I'm trying to feed you, asshole. <laughs> I don't know. what. Yeah, the suits are out there asking, trying to get stats from people that are literally could not care less about it. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how to like fucking like fix a sink, but I, I know how to um, ask people for quotes, I guess. That's that's what I'm well, good at. I mean, getting the most out of people is a good thing. I mean, this show that y you're you're forcing me to be on, okay? So so you <laughs> have are learned those skills of like interviewing people, and making people feel comfortable, and you're using that in your like career now, being a comic, and your future goals of being a big time comic. Like these are skills that are valuable in your field. So you have to look at it like that, okay? So yeah, maybe you can't do you know PEMDAS. Maybe you don't remember PEMDAS. Maybe you don't remember a, a player a oh I can't even say words so I'm clearly out of it but a squared plus b squared equals c squared maybe you don't remember that okay but you know where uh what a good setup and punchline is you know a good callback and a joke that's that's important right right yeah sure uh but like <laughs> like. I don't know, man. I fucking, uh, I'm fucking 25, and uh, and I all I know is uh, I, I I know how to do the most basic stuff, like if I worked for like if I was on set at a film job, which is not even it's like so far removed from like the vision I had of like working for TV. Like I remember when I was a little kid, I remember I'm gonna work for TV, and I remember thinking like I was gonna make all these like big decisions on film sets, and now and now my closest like. My closest version of that is working on a film show. That's uh, a film show. Working for a TV show. <laughs> and I'm the guy making sure that everybody has a water bottle when they're on set on a 90 degrees hot day. And hey, it's like, I know how to important. do that. I know how to get talent their water bottles when they're hot. I know how to do that. But you also, you didn't even get to make a decision on like what type of water it was. No, 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 no. I was told that actor only drinks Fiji, but that actor only drinks Poland Spring. So figure it out. <laughs> That's the thing, man. So all these actors in there and they're what is it? They're per DMs or whatever it is. The, 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 the set list for the green room, what everything they want particular. What would be on your like green room thing? 
Oh my God. So it, it would definitely be uh, this. Uh, there would definitely be Red Bull for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Bull. Uh, I, I, like, like what level of fame am I? Are you talking about like I'm like a superstar? Like I can fucking like have like. I'll give you step below superstar. Like very respectable name and makes a great, great living doing what they do. Okay. Uh, Red Bull and like a, a sub a turkey foot long from Subway. Okay, that ain't. Uh, wow, you're very. That's easy. You know, I could do that. You know, mine mine has much more length to it. I need I need a lot of things. Like, what do you need? First uh, of all, tampon maybe. First of all, I need you to bring me water. I need water. Prefer I like Voss, but I will also take uh, Aquafina's fine uh nestle's okay but i don't really don't like poland springs i know that's a popular like so every i saw this the other day like a map of regions of water and poland springs that very rarely i get i very rarely i see that in west virginia i think that's more of a really oh that's region. not a, that's not a west virginia water bottle like it, it, they would call you a uh a low time left swinging yankee doodle <laughs> fart face in west virginia if they saw you with a poland spring water bottle yeah, well, I mean, I haven't had any of those things been said to me, and I, I I've drinking uh, drank Fiji, Fiji. No, because you're, you're a West Virginia guy. You're a West Virginia guy. You, you you you're so ingrained in West Virginia that that you wouldn't even think to drink the Yankee Doodle cocksucking soda fair enough, pops. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, uh, I'm also going to need wet wipes because I'm going to be sweaty after the show. I want to be clean. I need hand sanitizer, okay? But it makes sure it doesn't have a lot of, like, I don't pre- like a strong hand sanitizer. Pre-COVID, pre-COVID, this would be on your list? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is on my list pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Uh, so we have the water. We have that. We have, give me some Cliff Bars, preferably ones with chocolate in them. I like Cliff Bars. And oh, I, also- oh I, would, I would add Hershey Bars to my list. I would, I would need Hershey Bars. Not, mm-hmm. not Hershey Kisses, Hershey Bars. I need the fucking bar. The kiss is not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> don't get me, you know, don't give me a Reese's Fast Break when I ask for a Reese's, okay? What's a Reese's Fast Break? Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't even know what a Fast Break is? It's the bar version of Reese's. Yo, I don't like peanut butter, so I stay away from all that Reese's uh, and all that fudder butter and whatever peanut butter shit you put in your fucking I don't mouth. I don't I don't like that shit. I like I like okay, so so the fast break is it is a bar, chocolate bar, with peanut butter on the inside, that weird Reese's peanut butter on the inside. There's also nougat. There's nougat. I like nougat. I, I I can get I can get my my uh, my face in some nougat right now. Is that what's in the middle of a of a Three Musketeers? I was having this debate today. Is that what is uh, middle of a Three Musketeers? I, I don't like Three Musketeers. What's in no. a Three Musketeer? That's what I'm asking. What's in a Three I Musketeer? I, I can Google it. I have Google. What's Google that for me real quick. Yeah, because I had one of those. Uh, like we had a little like uh, bite sized one at lunch. I had one. It's a candy bar like, consists of chocolate covered fluffy whipped nougat. Originally, whip? it had. Three pieces in one package, flavored chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla, hence the oh. name, which was derived from 1844 novel, The Three Musketeers. But wait, is that true? I mean, I'm assuming it is. But now I think they don't have the vanilla and the strawberry anymore. I think it's now just chocolate. Just the chocolate, right. I've never seen vanilla and strawberry. No, but like uh, that sounds kind of lit. I kind of wish they had the, the, the three the threesome. I'm allergic to strawberries, so I stay away from strawberry flavoring, even though it's not real strawberry. I just don't like it. 
so you're allergic to strawberries. So like, so what yogurt do you eat? Because like strawberry is like the like the standard of yogurt. Uh, vanilla yogurt. Now I don't really eat that much yogurt anymore. Oh, I like Dan and Oikos. I like Dan and Oikos with the with the vanilla. So, or key lime so you, pie. Key lime pie is good. Sorry. So it's wild that you don't uh, eat strawberry flavoring because I don't fuck with strawberries. I don't like I don't like the actual fruit itself, but I love the flavor of strawberry. I'll drink. I'll eat strawberry uh, candies. I'll have um, strawberry milkshakes. I'll have strawberry ice cream. But do not offer me a fucking strawberry like the actual fucking fruit. I don't like that shit. I don't like banana flavoring. I think banana flavoring is the worst. But bananas are good. Bananas the best fruit of all time, I think. Whoa, 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 no, no way. What, what's what's your top fruit then? Top fruit? Hmm, it has to be banana. No, 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 no. I I'm putting. Okay, so I like you, watermelon. Putting, I like, I like wa- chocolate pudding pops. <laughs> I like watermelon. I like uh, apples, preferably Granny Smith. I like the green. I like the sour. And I'm even gonna no, put. No, no. I'm a I'm a Macintosh apple guy. I'm gonna put peaches above bananas. Oh my god! You put peaches are good. They're fantastic. But above a banana, are you losing your mind? Oh, all right, all right. So this is the top three for the fruits where I come from. Number one is banana. Number two, Macintosh apples. Number three, red grapes. Oh, grapes are good. Grapes are good. Dude, but the thing I, is. Go ahead. What? If you give me a bowl of red grapes, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm chilling for the rest of the day. I'm just, I, I have my activity and I'm eating red grapes all day long. What are you, like some sort of like French king? You're just feeding them like off the vine into your mouth? Oh, uh, Roman emperor. Okay. Don't fucking call me a friend. Don't, don't, don't insult me like that. <laughs> See, the bananas though, I eat, I eat them all the time. I probably eat like three a week, three, four a week. Good, and I eat good. Them Get that potassium in you. I eat it in. Uh, I have oatmeal and a banana in the morning for breakfast. Okay, and but I just again, it's just not one of my favorite fruits. I kind of eat it just more so because I know it's good for me. I know it's healthy. Oh, but you know, the taste of a banana though is everything. But and, and ripe, that's what, but when a banana, but when a banana gets a day past too ripe and it becomes mushy and super sweet, but it's but it's mushy and blah, ah, I don't like that. You are complaining about one of the specialist things a banana can offer you because you know what happens when you have that mushy banana. You put that in your pancakes. You put that in a crepe. You put that, make some banana bread out of, out of that. Banana is the fruit that keeps on giving. And you and you're letting go too soon. There's your problem with dating women. There's your problem with with with, with your with, with money. And honestly, there's your problem with your drinking habit. I know about your drinking habits, and and it all relates back to your banana, dude. It's, oh, yep, touch- yep, yep. I, I'm on that bottle every night. Me and Johnny Walker stay up all night and watch TV because there's neglecting banana bananas. Negle- yep. You're just neglecting, but you, you're fucking. You, your life is bananas. <laughs> and and I'm gonna be bananas on this show tonight. Everyone, make sure you check it out. Where can they find it, Joey? Uh, so if you go to Twitch, look up Comedy Hub. It's Twitch's first ever comedy club. Uh, it's if, if you that's all you have to do. Just go to Twitch, click Comedy Comedy Hub, Comedy Hub. Click on that, and then boom, you'll see my beautiful face telling stories. And you can find me on the C Hub tonight. Uh, 
trying to piece together a story that's probably going to be mostly made up because I've never had a bad work experience. I'm always the it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a bad work experience. It can just be stories that are funny about work. I don't give a fuck. Okay, you heard it here first, so check that out tonight. Follow Joey at the Joey Rinaldi. I don't know what yeah. else to say here. Do, do, do we have time to talk about basketball real fast, real fast? Yeah, we can we can do we can do we can do basketball. Go ahead. Did, did you did you watch the game last night? The Miami Heat game? Uh well that game that wait, well did you see that game? Because that was bullshit. Oh, about the fouls? Oh my god, that was bullshit. Did they fucking I'm more into the NBA. I'm getting more into the NBA. You'd be proud of me. Did I, did I inspire you? A little bit. That my gambling addiction. <laughs> wait, so wait, who'd you bet on last night? I put the biggest bet of my life last night on the Miami Heat two ways, and it hit. Oh, dude, what does two way mean? I, I I don't know what that means. I, put, I had I had I put a big bet on them on spread, and I put a big bet on them on money line, and both they both hit. So so, how much money you make last night? Like seven dollars. Uh, we don't $8? have to get into monetary value, but I made like two hundred dollars <laughs> last night. Oh, I love that, dude! You should talk to me before betting because I, I really like my predictions always work in the NBA. I, I'm kind of have a good. Gotta, okay, okay, this is it. This is your moment. I'm giving you a moment because I got a hot tip on a game tonight. I'm giving you your moment. Uh, uh, Celtics so, uh, tonight. I got the Celtics tonight. Oh, dude, you're wrong. The Raptors are gonna destroy the Celtics tonight. Okay, I'll stay off it. I'll stay off it. I won't touch it. The guy, I, yeah. I got a guy I trust. He's been hot. I got a guy I trust. But, Joey, this is your moment. Uh, yeah, my tip is I wouldn't bet on this game because the, the, the Raptors are, are not going to allow themselves to lose two zip. I'm, I'm also a diehard Raptors fan, so maybe this is bias. But Van Fleet, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, and Kyle Lowry, and Sergi Baca, and Marcus Gasol, those guys are not going to let the fucking Boston Celtics with their lame green jerseys and that 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 fucking lame wing duo of Jalen Brown and Tatum defeat them three games in a row. They, they could win the series, the Celtics. I get that. But the Raptors have been there. They've done that. They're, they're too veteran, too poised and mature to allow a team to beat them three games in a row. It just won't happen. Who even are the uh, Celtics big men? Uh, like the, the like center and power forward, you mean? Yeah. Or like they're like stars? No, no. I know who the stars are. Oh, my God. The big men are awful. They have this guy named Tice. Tice, who uh, he's fine. Like he's capable. But I would never give him more than like $3 million per year. <laughs> like he, he can't make $5 million. Uh, so you got Tice. Isn't that crazy? Because I would, if you give me a half million dollars, I'd be the happiest guy alive. But once we start talking about basketball, I'm like, oh yeah, two million is a, is, is for for fucking peasants. <laughs> Isn't that wild though? I'm the same way with baseball. I'm like, this guy's only getting paid eight million a year. That's that's so low. He needs to be get, getting paid sixteen. You know. <laughs> but if you gave me eight million dollars, that would change my life forever. Like I'd be, oh my god, I, I wouldn't do this podcast. I'd I'd be way too cool. I'd be I'd be I'd have. You'd have to pay me to be on this podcast. <laughs> if I had, if I had an, a one-time lump sum of eight million dollars, my my comedy career would be over the moon because I would just pay off people and get Netflix specials because you can just do that. Oh my God, that's what Nick Cannon's whole comedy career has been. No, he just pays people off or what? Oh, totally, totally. I did not know that. I didn't know that. 
No, no, I, I'm just assuming. I just don't like oh, Nick Cannon. Oh, you got me, you got me, you got me, you got me. My bad. No, because cause Nick Cannon made like a bunch of money uh, with like Nickelodeon being a children's star. And then he was like, all right, so get this. I'm going to pay rappers to let me rap on their songs and pay comedians to let me do their comedy festivals. I thought I thought Nick Cannon was going to make it, but I thought that Just Jordan guy was going to be a star. Who's Just Jordan? You don't remember Just Jordan off Nickelodeon? No, who is that? He had the TV. He had the TV show called Just Jordan. He was like a little kid comic who was doing like uh, live at the Apollo as a kid and like not getting booed off stage. And Nickelodeon what? was like, "Oh, this this is the guy. This is the guy. We got it. We got to bring him on." All right, hold on. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, what, dude, what I do he... remember this guy. This guy was funny. Wait, he exactly. didn't make it. Lil JJ. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be a star. I don't think he's. I don't think he's doing much anymore. He's. I hope, I hope he, yeah, I hope he's okay. Yo, shout out to Just Jordan. Give him a Venmo uh, or something. He, he needs the loving right now. I think he probably just made some bad decisions, like, to be on some bad projects. Because I mean, he was a little kid probably getting, like, taken advantage of, like, money-wise. Like, people were probably, like, just, like, taking money from him or something. Seems, hey, look, I'm seeing right here, he did stand-up in, in Las Vegas in 2020. Well, his net worth is $1.6 million, so he's doing fine. But net worth does not mean like liquid assets. That just you know. Yeah, I, I don't know about liquid assets. I, I'm more of a salad guy myself. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, he's been on Wild and Out. He's still on Wild and Out. So just Romeo. That was another guy I thought was gonna blow up. No, Romeo. That was a, a castle made of sand from the get go. Wow, you really you really think that? Yeah, because Romeo, his whole thing was, oh, I'm gonna be the new bow, little Bow Wow, but like little Bow Wow was already oh, still. Oh my god! Like I forgot about Bow Wow. Like you can't like that's like that's like me when I was like ten years old, like seven years old, being like I'm gonna be the next Macaulay Culkin. It's like no, <laughs> like you can't be the next of something while it's already happening. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It, I think. Like, I, it was too. It was too fast, too soon. I think part of it was like his dad was like a billionaire. Like his dad, Who? his dad is Romeo? super rich. Yeah, Romeo? Master P. Master P is like one of the richest rappers in history. Master P. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know this fucking guy. Yeah. So, but so is so like, how is little Romeo doing? I hope he's fine. No, no, no. We gotta look it up. I oh mean, he did God. act. He did some acting. He looks. He looks like he's a good-looking guy. He, he played basketball at USC. That's probably pretty good. Wait, what? Yeah, he, he was a good basketball player. Wait, that's wild. He played like that's uh, USC is a good team. OJ Mayo went to USC. That's awesome. OJ Mayo's from West Virginia. That's one of my guys. Yo, OJ Mayo, dude. You and me, we have this kinship for athletes from West Virginia. <laughs> uh, I, I am. The biggest OJ Mayo fan. I still believe in OJ Mayo. And if I was an NBA team, I'd give him a 10-day contract. OJ Mayo in the high school state championship in West Virginia, he threw this alley-oop to himself off the backboard. He threw the ball from like the three-point line, and it hit the backboard, and he like jumped from the foul line and dunked it, it seemed like. It seemed like he was Superman. And he takes the ball. It, he doesn't even let it hit the ground. He takes the ball, and he like slingshots it into i think it's still in the air like if you watch the video the ball just goes into orbit you don't even see it hit the grandstand in the upper deck it's just flying it, it reminds me of uh so um did you ever watch smallville no i did not so smallville is about like if superman was a high school kid 
essentially. Oh, okay. And like one of the big things in the show is that like his parents were like, you can't play football, Clark Kent, because it's unfair for all the other kids because they don't have powers, so you can't play football. And like that was like a big thing because like That's he's a sad. little kid, so he wanted to play football and shit. But uh, there's this thing called, you know what, what red kryptonite is? Yes. So red kryptonite makes Superman like a badass. And it's funny because like bad Superman isn't like a guy that like is going to do evil shit to the sense of like he's going to rob banks and like fucking like pull like hold the world for hostage for billions of dollars. No, no, no. Bad Superman just is a guy who's like, oh, I'm going to use my superhero powers to play football finally. And he did this move where he was the quarterback and he threw the ball to the end zone and then sprinted to the end zone and caught his own ball. Wow. It's like Mr. Mr. Perfect or whatever. The WWE guy did that. I mean, it wasn't real. Wait, but somebody it's, did that? Oh, it wasn't real? It wasn't oh. real. It was like fiction. Was, you know. But like, I just like love that like evil Superman is just like not evil at all. Like, <laughs> evil Superman is just like a jock. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a jock. He's like, oh, I'm going to TP your house. It goes, oh, yeah, that's, like, annoying. But, like, you're not, like, like the worst person who's ever lived. Like, you're just a jock. Yeah. Speaking of TP and houses, do you – so you're a college basketball fan, right? Uh, not really. I'm an NBA – I'm a diehard uh, never NBA Never mind that. Do you – you don't remember that, that Florida Gulf Coast team in the college basketball tournament, like, from 2013 that just kept beating, like, Georgetown and San Diego State with these dunks. Why were you on that team? Is, no, is the, star that little player my, the, star, the star player TP'd my house when he was younger. And how do you feel about that? I hope he. I hope he's the best player of all time. He plays in Europe right now. He's a nice guy. Yo, I, I actually that's a that should be a fun segment. Us just talking about like famous people we encountered when we were younger when when they weren't famous. Like, do you know who Donovan Mitchell is? Yeah. So he, he's like the star for the Utah Jazz. And um, so he's from the same town I'm from. We're both from Greenwich, Connecticut. And uh, when I was a junior in high school on the varsity basketball team, we played his eighth grade basketball team. <laughs> and literally my coach was like, guys, huddle up. We're playing this eighth grade basketball team. I know it's insulting that we're playing an eighth grade basketball team, but there's a guy on the team named Donovan Mitchell. He's a superstar. He's going to be an NBA player one day. And uh, we're, and like they, I guess there's like no eighth grade teams that would play them. Like they all like refuse to play them. Wow. So they, so they had to play high school teams. <laughs> and so we played his team. And needless to say, T single handedly beat our team by like 20 to 30 points. And I was a bench player. I never played because I sucked. But be, but they were like, we're losing my 30 points to the 8th grade team. Joey, get out there. Guard Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan <laughs> Mitchell, this is a true story. Donovan Mitchell crossed my ankle so badly that I fell down. And as I'm falling to the ground, he proceeds to dunk. In 8th grade. And I'm a junior in high school. I got peach, peach fuzz on my face. I'm a, like, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I have my driver's license. I have my driver's license, a peach fuzz mustache, and, uh, and, and I'm applying to colleges. And this fucking kid dunks over with me at eighth grade. You got to quit basketball after that. I think I did quit basketball after that. <laughs> I don't have many, I don't have many run-ins with, uh, 
professional athletes. Uh, you're not a baseball guy, right? Uh, I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. I know everything about the Red Sox, but I know nothing outside of baseball besides Red Sox. Do you know any Yankees that would be on, uh, the, say, the 2009 World Series team? Yeah, fuck that team. Let me guess. They had Posada, catcher. They had um, Nick Swisher in left field or right field probably. They okay, had A-Rod. Boom. Stop they right had, there. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop Jeter. you right there. I know the team. I know the fucking team. No, no, no. I'm going to stop you. I want to stop you. I want to stop you. Nick Swisher is from yeah. my hometown. Oh, boy. West Virginia shit. I love this West Virginia beef. I met him. I met him when he just got called up from Oakland, and he had like some benefit dinner in his home in a, well, my hometown. And I met him. He gave me an autograph, took a picture with me, and he's a cool dude. You know, I just want to say shout out Nick Swisher. I hope I hope to get him on one day. I think that would be a very interesting talk. So I hate almost every Yankee that's ever lived, but I actually fuck with Nick Swisher because he's one of the only people that genuinely seems like he's actually enjoys playing baseball. And so many Major League Baseball players look miserable. They look what? Why do they look so miserable all the fucking time? It, it's 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 just the grind. It's like the repetitiveness of it. And sometimes it is a job. At the end of the day, it is a job. Like, and sometimes it starts to feel like a job unless like you get to play a game and we're like, oh my god, I have to go back out here. I'm hurt. I can't tell anyone. It's a contract year. I'm gonna get peppered. This guy's throwing 98. I can't hit anything. It's just like, oh my god. And if you play in a sucky team, that makes it worse. But Nick Swisher always looked happy. Didn't he feel that way? Yeah, he was definitely a, a, an upbeat guy. He'd always had the energy. Ozzy Guillen, the manager of the White Sox, said that was all fake. But everybody else in history says it's not fake. So I'm going to have to go wait, with wait, the, the majority. Ozzy Guillen caught out Nick Swisher? Oh, yeah, big time. It was recent, too. He said it was all BS. He said it was fake. He said he hated him. What? How he- Ozzy Guillen is also the craziest manager that's ever lived. Right? Like, Ozzy is a crazy person, so I'm not going to believe him when the majority of people think Nick's, Nick's a good guy. Did, did Ozzy win a World Series with that? Was he, the, was he the manager of that White Sox team? I don't believe so, no. I think when he was manager there, they were just mediocre. Wait a second. I believe it was the 06, it was the 05 White Sox, right? Correct. The 06 White Sox manager. I think it was Ozzy Guillen. Yeah, it was Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy Guillen won a World Series with that team. You're that lying wild? to me. You're lying yeah, to me. Yeah, they, they won. Yeah, yeah. That Nick Swisher. Wait, 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 wait. Now I gotta look up this 05 team. 05 Red Sox roster. This roster was actually one of the craziest rosters in football, in baseball history. Yeah, that AJ Pierzynski was Swisher. Jermaine died. They had Jermaine Dye, Aaron Rowan, Scott. Dude, Scott Pisednik was so sick on this one year. This one year. I don't remember Carl Everett was on that team. I don't remember that. Uh, Paul Konerko. They had that Tadashi Gucci guy. This is a sick fucking team. Mark Burley. Yeah, yeah. I love this team. I don't remember that pitchers, though. Did they have any, like, oh, Mark Burley, obviously. The the thing is about the thing is about their pitchers. They came in there and they absolutely shut it down. I mean, they had three straight uh, shutouts. Wait, El Duque was on that team. El Duque was on that team. I had no idea El Duque was on that team. I love Wait, oh, two El Duque. Sure. El Duque. Uh, which Hernandez? Orla- was that? Or- Orlando Hernandez. Funny story about Orlando Hernandez. It is two thousand. My- Go ahead. 
Oh, he's just like one of my favorite pitchers of all time. It is it is probably 2006, maybe? 2007? I'm in New York City, Shea Stadium, sitting in seat A1, right behind home plate, and El Duque is on the bump. Oh, and no. He gets, called for, he gets called for two balks, and he freaks out. Okay, what happens? I mean, I, uh, well, the Mets lost. Ryan Howard hit an opposite field bomb. Chase Utley had like a 27-game hit streak going on that night, and it ended that night. And I was sitting yeah, there with wait, all these wait, old... you were there? That's my favorite El Duque game ever. You were fucking there? Wait, why is that? Wait, what? That's a legendary El Duque game. Uh, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Dude, that's the game he threw that ether pitch to Chase Utley, and he swuck out like an idiot. Wait, wait, how do you say that name? Ether? What is it? Ephus? Ephus. Yeah, he threw that Ephus pitch to Chase Utley. That totally made Chase Utley like a fucking idiot. I need video of this game. Can someone get me video of this game? Me and my entire family are sitting right there in the front row. I have a Mets jersey. Jose Reyes is white. You can see so, me. And there's there's one time where Chase Utley like strikes out, and I stand up and give a standing O to El Duque. That so, might be it. No, so I I know that game better than you know that game because I was watching it on TV. When you're Holy there, you don't, really, you don't get all the subtleties of, of when you. So I was watching it on TV with my dad, my friend James, my friend Eric, and uh, my and, and Chase Utley had like a 35 game hit streak. And yeah. I remember my, my I remember my dad says to me, El Duque is not the best pitcher. He's very inconsistent. He's very streaky." But, but he's the guy that can end Chase Utley's hit streak. He calls this before the game starts. Before the game starts. And I'm pretty sure he strikes him out three times. I'm pretty I know sure there was one time. I know Chase Utley tried to bunt one time, and that didn't work. That No, that did not work. But he threw an Ephus pitch, dude. And it was the slowest pitch I've ever seen on TV in my life. Oh, my God. Dude, so yeah. you saw me. You didn't even realize you saw me. I was there all night. Yeah, yeah, I we're connected. We're we're, we're we 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 have too many weird connections like this. I feel like this is very weird. This is we very. Have, this uh, is also so, why we're friends. This is also why we're friends now. So so we have El Duque. We have OJ Mayo. We have Divine. Who else do we have? Pat White, what Nick is, Swisher, Nick Swisher. Uh, our hatred for Ozzy Guillen. Like, <laughs> yeah, we don't like Ozzy Guillen. This is wild, man. Holy cow. Holy bejesus. Uh, I, when football is back up, are we going to go to a, a West Virginia game together? I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe. I mean, hopefully I'm in New York. Or we could just go to like a, like a Long Island Blackbirds or Long Island Sharks football game. A little FCS action. Or do you want to go up to Syracuse, do a double feature where we watch like a Syracuse minor league baseball game? The Syracuse Mets. <sighs> it's and, so far and, away. Uh, it's so far away, but, but, but let's and, do it. I and, love the Carrier Dome. And, and and then we end the then we end the day by watching like a, a Syracuse football game. God, that'd be an amazing double header. That would be. To Tim Tebow, I think is still on the Syracuse Mets. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. I, I thought he opted out maybe the, he's of the season. I saw him last year. My roommate was the catcher. He was a catcher for the AAA uh, Phillies team last year, and so I'd go to games all the time. And uh, as, as a scout this- or as a friend. As a friend, I didn't. I no. I, the the scouting stuff was sent to me like video wise, so I didn't have to like go there with a radar gun. But oh uh, really? I just sit, yeah, I just sit there and watch the game, and uh, and you know Tim Tebow's running around out there in the outfield, and this old woman's like Tim 
him. And he like turns and he's like, hi, how are you? He seemed like a really nice guy. Oh, yeah. He's a God-fearing uh, Republican. Uh, he loves his family. He has a hot virgin wife, I think. He, he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, but he's not American. He's not? Where's he from? He's born in the Philippines, technically. Oh, my God. That explains it. I, I don't know what it explains, but it explains it. It explains it. It just explains it. It, it, put, it puts the lotion on. That's it, man. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, well, uh, I also just want to talk about that James Harden block. Did you get a chance to see it last night? I did not watch the second game because I was so exhausted from just putting my heart on the line in the first game. I didn't really, I didn't really watch it. We can talk about. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, and we'll and we'll close it out because I do have to uh, get my stuff ready before the show tonight. Um, uh, yeah, me too, dude. You and I both. Uh, I want to talk um, about. I want to talk about the excessive jump shot foul calls that I saw last night. Well, it's not last night. It's literally the whole bubble. I've been watching the NBA since I was like six years old, and it's very rare you see a foul on a jump shot. And in the bubble alone, I think we're averaging like five a game. That it's normally like maybe if you're lucky, one every week. There was a couple so, that'd be like, I understand. Like I like the Kyle Culver, his foot accidentally was down there. You can't do that. That was just unfortunate. He didn't mean to. It just happened. That's a foul. The the uh, there was one where somebody just got like their their body hit from the side. This was in the first quarter. I saw that, and then and then the rest of them I think were kind of ticky tack. Ticky tacky fouls. Uh, it's 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 not fun. It ruins the game. I hate them. It's it, it just foul play on all fronts. What are we talking about? We're talking about just ticky tack fouls in the NBA. We had a little technical issue, but that's okay. We closed out the show solidly. We we finally got to talking about the NBA. Is there anything you want to plug before the end, Joey? Uh, if you like movies and comedy, check out Trailer Trashing. It's a podcast with me and my two buddies. We watch and make fun of movie trailers. And uh, if you like stories, check out my Twitch show every Thursday at 8 p.m. at Comedy Hub. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Franco's going to be on tonight. I don't know when you'll be hearing this episode, but Frank Kelly will be on it. Uh, I'll try to get it out tonight, but like I feel like uh, just too much editing to be done before the actual like. No, no, it's well. Tune in next week because it's always popping. And I and if you message me on Instagram, like you're like, I will murder your family if you don't play if you don't have Franco on your show. I'll put Franco on so you don't murder my family. Yeah, I'll do it. You know, I'm a nice guy, but I got connections with the family. And that'll do it from the show. Remember to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Franco's World underscore. Follow Joey at the Joe Rinaldi. Thank you for listening to today's show. I will see you when I see you, and I hope you have a great day.